Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. It certainly does and it's time to bid a very good morning to Fred Hastings. How are you, sir? Good morning, Grant. Yeah, we had uh, a terrific night of racing last night at headquarters. James Rattray, he uh, was able to land a double. He won the first race with Narana. He also won the uh, fast class race with Where You Been Boppin'. Uh, this horse, he's got absolutely low flying at the moment and uh, it's won several of these uh, fast class races in the past few months. Very quick horse and uh, certainly uh, he's run the other week behind the expensive ego was very meritorious. So he's a, a watch horse for sure where you've been bopping. But the feature race last night at Menangle was race number six. It was the Club Menangle Sue Kelly run at Group 3. And the punters sent Fairy Tinkerbell out as the favourite. It was quite an exciting finish. Their way off the back with 6.50 left to go. 30.2 that second quarter. 57.3 the half. It's Fairy Tinkerbell. The blowtorch about to be applied here by Total Diva who gets to within a neck of the leader. Under lock and key is the Honey Queen and the next one nearing the turn. What's your secret? They were followed by Little Bliss who's extricated one off the inner as they come towards the home corner. They've got 3.50 metres left to go. 27.2 the split. The leader first into the lane here is Fairy Tinkerbell and she's five. Five metres in front. What's your secret runs home stoutly. They were followed by Total Diva. At the moment there's no Honey Queen but the leader is Fairy Tinkerbell. A hundred left to go. She's got a fight on her hands. Coming at it is Total Diva. Still there on the outside is What's Your Secret but Fairy Tinkerbell's just in front diving Total Diva. Oh this is close. Total Diva's made an interesting little bliss off the track has flashed at them all. What a great finish. Yeah it was quite an exciting finish. Total Diva uh, got the prize by a nose, beating the favourite fairy Tinkerbell. It was a nose away then to uh, uh, Little Bliss and uh, a half head away to the fourth horse. In fact, the judge reported to me that it was only a head between the first four horses. A nose by a nose in a terrific finish. And Total Diva giving Jim Douglas uh, the Group 3. You know, Jim is one of those drivers. He punches around nearly all the Metro meetings, all the uh, provincial meetings. And very, very seldom does he not land a winner. Jim, he's uh, pretty consistent, and he was able to get the job done last night. So that was Menangle last night. I wanted to focus uh, for our guest this uh, particular week on On The Pace on a young fellow who I think is going to uh, really make the grade. He had a slow start to his career, but he's really picked up in season 2022, and I'm referring to Lucas Rando. Now, he had a good week at the office. It all commenced on Tuesday at Menangle when he was able to land a winner for the Fitzpatrick camp. These two get away near the home turn. It's Red Tricks leading the way. Popstar Romar's produced on the outside. Regal Reggae runs home resolutely. Still there is Catless Dream. And down the outside is Lady Delight. But Popstar Romar hitting top gear had gone to the lead. It's Popstar Romar clear. Trying to stay on now is Lady Delight putting in a good burst. Popstar Romar clear from Lady Delight. And Popstar Romar goes home to beat. Second home Lady Delight. Third home was Red Tricks. And then Regal Reggae. Always nice to land a Menangle winner and joining me online is Lucas Rando, the man himself. Good morning to you, Lucas. Good morning, Fred. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, pleasure. Look, uh, I, I hope you didn't mind me saying you, you did have a fairly slow start to your career. Your first essentially season and a half landed two winners, but in the ensuing two seasons, you've turned the two winners into a total of 21 winners, this season being your, your most successful with 15. But 
it's amazing what a bit of confidence can do and getting on some nice horses, you're really starting to reap the benefits of that. Well, that's right, Fred. Opportunity is really everything in this sport, and I've been very fortunate the past six months, especially through my association with the Paul Patrick Stable. So I've been able to get a few better drives and paying dividends now. Absolutely. Uh, you're only 20 years of age, but what I'm noticing with you now is is the confidence that you're exuding when you're out on the track. It used to be a case of, you know, you, you, you were a little timid, but as you've got more experience and more confidence, you're seeming to be putting your horses in the right spot to best suit their chances. Is that a fair appraisal? And I have to ask you as well, Lucas, is that because I happen to know you're a keen form student? You really do the form of your rivals in each race you're driving. Yeah, that's probably a fair summary of it. With the better opportunity, it does sort of give you the capabilities to drive more aggressively and put your horses in better spots. But if you're not confident to do so, you won't do it. And doing the form has always been something I've taken very seriously. But the past six months, once again, the past six months, it's gone to another level. and You kind of get a more intricate understanding of other horses' capabilities when you're out there more often. So it's been very important the past six months, yeah. You, you had a conversation, I'm sure you don't mind sharing me sharing this with our, our audience, but we had a conversation not long into your driving career and yet you, you said you were a little frustrated at the lack of opportunities and you, you were you know, talking to me about the prospect of doing some media work or enhancing you know, your prospects within that arena should the driving not pan out. And I think, by the way, you're speaking now, I think our audience can tell you you're a very well-spoken young man but I guess at the moment, while the winners are piling in, and, and I'm sure you don't close any opportunity off, but while the winners are piling in, you sort of tend to be enjoying the job a whole lot more. Yeah, that's right. Winning's more fun than losing, obviously, but I'm wholly committed to driving at the moment. The past six months especially has sort of given me the push to really want to establish myself in Sydney and want to do this full-time. So I won't ever close the door on having a career in the media as a backup, but now I'm completely and entirely committed to driving here. Good on you. Keep your options open. Now, your last five drives have yielded three winning drives. Uh, we mentioned you're with the Paul Fitzpatrick stable. You're learning not only from one of the, the, the all-time legends of the sport in Paul himself, but you've got a couple of pretty handy drivers in front of you, uh, Gavin and Sean. Uh, Gavin Fitzpatrick, Sean Grayling. How much have you learned being in and around that stable? Yeah, it, it has been absolutely everything to me. That they have pretty much solely shaped me into the driver I've become now and they are my most important mentors, especially Gavin, who's completely reformed my driving and I can't thank him enough for what he's done with me as a driver. He himself is one of the best I've ever seen, so it's quite humbling to you know, have him on hand for advice and support whenever I need it. And Sean's one of the more underrated drivers going around in Sydney. He doesn't get an extreme amount of opportunities but he, he, he's completely underrated. He's an exceptionally talented horse and he's a very talented driver as well, so he's been very good for me as well. I do agree. I think I, I, I thought when I was sort of, you know, running through your side of things, Lucas, that Sean does go under the radar a little bit. He is a very good driver. In terms of, uh, you know, having mentors around you, it's good to have them there and good to be offering advice, but I think often as a younger person, it's more important that you actually listen and you've chosen to listen rather than think you know it all and uh, I think that's a, a feature of, of where you're heading in your career because you are taking the time to listen to these people around you. I've got to mention your dad, uh, James. I mean, obviously, um, that's where you, you got your interest, uh, James Rando. Um, 
And, of course, uh, you're a third generation, I think it is, because your dad, Steve, of course, was involved in harness, and then uh, your uncle, Joe, and, and Aunt Mary, they're the first ever training driving, uh, sorry, training uh, partnership. And, and now, uh, through your, your, your mum and dad, it's been a bit of a ride for you. Was it always going to be something that you wanted to chase, a career in harness racing? Yeah. I'll, I'll correct you first. I'm actually fourth generation. Fourth. My great-grandfather, great Giacomo Jim, he also did harness racing, so kept going down. But yeah. at first, initially, uh, my interest was always sort of more in the thoroughbred scene, but I'm quite yeah. tall, so my hopes of being a jockey went out of the window pretty quickly. But I've been fortunate, and it's benefited me in the long run with my driving, but I've I was kind of wanted to be a jockey till I was 13, so I got myself into the habit of eating right and staying light. It's, it's followed, so I'm still only sort of walking around at 65 kilos, which is benefiting me in my driving now. Mm-hmm. But as soon as the idea of being a jockey went out the window and harness racing was in my backyard, it, it just made sense to sort of look into that. One of the horses, one of the horses that you've had success with this season, uh, your dad is C Story. You actually won, I, I guess. What was you know, the feature race that you've picked up so far? The uh, the, the futures, the ladyship futures uh, final at Penrith, it's heat and final. Uh, where's Sea Story at, and and where does she rate in terms of your favourite horse? I know you've got a great affinity with one of Paul's in Lucky Beach Boy as well, but who would your favourite horse be? Uh, that's a tough question. Um, my favourite horse that I'm driving currently is Southbound Train. He's sort of been my mainstay my whole career, really. Like, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have kept driving because there was a period there, especially through my second season, where he was the only horse I was driving. But she's story. She's awesome. She's been a complete surprise back. At, we kind of bought her cheap out in New Zealand, expecting her to, you know, come across and hopefully win a couple of races. And she came across and went to an angle the first start, and she was unlucky, and then we saw that race attendance that you referred to and we said, oh, we'll target, we'll target this race. And we mm. didn't really think she'd be that competitive and she came out and won the heat and then she won the final, so we kind of had to take stock. So she's definitely a favourite. Um, where is she? She's just sort of, she had her first hobble back yesterday. She had a couple of weeks okay. off after her last run at Penrith. They're mm. going to give her a light preparation here and if she can take the steps that we hope she can, we'll give her another breath and up and try and target the better mares races with it if she does everything that we hope. Good uh, good to hear. Now, in terms of goals for yourself, and, and we've talked about, you know, this has been your best season with, with 15. Obviously, I guess getting to the Saturday night scene is, is something that's going to be important to you. And, and beyond that, uh, you know, increasing those those winning tallies. Do you set yourself goals at the start of each season? You, you seem like a very switched on and, and motivated young man. Is that something you do for yourself before each season? Yeah, well, my goal for this season was only to have 100 drives and drive five winners, which was my goal last season. I didn't quite get it. I drove six winners, but I never had the 100 drives. I didn't actually drive a winner this season until June, so I went winless the past the first six months, and the last six months has rolled on. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've achieved my goal for this season. Moreover, I'm very pleased with the way it's gone. But my goal for next season is I'd, I'd like to drive five Metro winners and sort of drive 30 winners for the season. Okay. Rising stars. Those are my three main goals for next season. We should we should note that down. Five metro winners and thirty for the season for you next year. We'll make a note of that and see how you go. 
but I've got no doubt with that sort of ambition and that sort of goal setting, you'll uh, you'll achieve them, Lucas, because you're really a driver on the up. You're driving with a great deal of confidence, mate, and it's really good to see, given, as I said, I know where you were at a few seasons back, and now you've turned the corner, getting opportunities that uh, I think you're deserving. And even uh, Trot's Twitter is starting to sit up and take notice, a few uh, complimentary comments about your driving over the last few weeks. So well done, keep up the good work, and I'll see you at the track soon. Good. Thank you, Brad. Thanks for coming on the show. That's Lucas Rando Grant, young fella. He's 20. Uh, in terms of experience, in terms of the amount of drives he's had, he, he's probably you know, still learning his craft and will continue to learn his craft over the next few seasons, no doubt. But I think he's got the potential. He's got the level-headedness to make the grade. And and moving forward in, in, in big jumps too, which is always important early on in your career, you don't want to have that, any negativity about it. And he certainly doesn't at the moment. No, he's a good talker too. He's uh, he's 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 very well spoken. He's a credit to uh, his mum and dad and uh, and the Rando family. And, and I do stand corrected. He uh, he mentioned that he's fourth gen. Um, so uh, uh, good luck to him. Keep up the good work, and we'll see him drive plenty of winners, no doubt. I'm sure. And Grantley, that is on the pace for this Sunday.